really as long as your business runs any any type of vehicle or you use vehicles for your business most likely you're in commercial auto yep. yellow colored glasses episode 53 so today we have caleb shepherd on we're going to talk a little bit about commercial auto um, insurance and what that all entails. Um, mm -hmm. It's been a little bit since we've talked about that. Um, it's a big topic right now. Um, insurance in general is a big topic in the in the in the world we live in today. So, um, but before we get started, um, let's we're going to do our normal stuff here. So, okay. uh, let's start with the review. Um, so, Brittany Page says. She recent we recently worked with Dustin and he had excellent customer service and attention to detail. He was very responsive and showed integrity while helping us review other insurance offers, which is rare in the day we live or in the world we live in today. So thank you, Brittany. Um, reviews go a long ways. We're actually over a hundred five star reviews now. Awesome. So that's cool. We're next. The next stop is two hundred. So we're uh, we're inching closer. We're on our way. Um, so last little thing here. Um, we always start off with a peak in a pit. So Caleb, before we get rolling here, man, um, uh, let's go ahead and start that off with, with that. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go? Um, you can go first. Okay. So a peak, what has been going very well for me right now? Um, two things. One, we've been having a really good month in, at the office. This is this this could possibly be it's August of 2023, and this could possibly be our biggest month opening up. Yep. Um, not just on one department. So, our financial services, our personal lines, our commercial lines, um, everything is rolling right now this month. Yep. So, um, that's a that's awesome. That's a that's a nice peak for me. A pit is I tweaked my neck, and I think I just pinched a nerve, and I just, my Kayla's been making fun of me because I've been looking around like this. Yeah, can't even turn your neck. Yeah, so, uh, but it's getting better, so, but awesome. that's an inconvenience. So, what about you? Um, peak, um, started a new business. Um, Trying to pursue it, hit it hard. Okay. Um, digital marketing. Okay. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, pit. Pitfall. Um, honestly, man, I don't know if I have any. I feel like you this week's been going pit. pretty good. Okay. Okay. What about last week? Um, something you're struggling with. Man, something. Something uh, you're stressed about. <sighs> having to get a new tire. Okay. There you that go. That was a pitfall. There you, go. there you go. I don't like getting new tires. And I've probably had about seven or eight different sets of tires in my life. Really? Yeah, because I popped so many. What do you hit? Okay, not sets, but like tires. My goodness. Dude, it's these country roads, man. What country roads are you driving down? <laughs> yeah, talk to the Missouri Department. Goodness gracious. Dude, come out here and fix this and make them flatter. Dude, I've been driving probably 10 years longer than you at least. Like three of those are from nails, and then a couple of them were just from hitting potholes. My gosh, you need to be more aware, Caleb. That's not my fault, man. Either way. All right. God. Seven sets of tires. Huh? Yeah, man, it has been bad. I think tires of me just, I, I cannot get that straight with my cars. That's very funny. Okay, cool. Um, okay, well, yeah, congratulations on your new business. So, yeah, Caleb, you opened up a digital marketing um, yep. company. 
I guess, I mean, let's go ahead and touch on that real quick. Tell, tell, <laughs> tell everybody what the company name is and what you do real quick. So with it, it. it's called Karma Marketing. Okay. Um, basically what I offer is just helping businesses establish a better online presence, okay. whether that be through website design, SEO, which is search engine, op- search engine optimization, um, ads, content creation, whatever it may be, just to help boost their business and get more people to the door. So. That's awesome, man. Yep. Little, so little side hustle. Yeah, a little side hustle. Um, yeah, trying to help out people. So that's awesome. Yeah, I think you got your first client today too, didn't you? Hopefully, I'm not sure. Ooh. I'm not sure. Um, uh, clapping sounds. No, I don't know. Awesome. I just want to make sure I'm helping her out. Yeah, man. No, that's good. I know we've been you've been talking about it a little bit, so it's cool that you got it done and uh, yeah, making that first step of just rolling with it. Yeah, just trying to. You know, it's okay. on the side, so it's can't okay. really just trying to pursue it so yeah no that's awesome um okay so let's just uh jump right into this so commercial auto right yeah i know i know caleb you've been doing this for a little bit now specifically focusing just strictly on commercial auto yep so um I guess kind of tell us a little bit about that. Like whenever I know when we think of commercial auto, we're thinking of long haul truckers and Mm -hmm. semis and hotshot truck, you know, hotshot guys and things like that. But commercial auto is a very broad, you know, term. So um, I guess, yeah, let's just go into that. And and, and, and I guess the the, some of the main things that we see on a day to day basis on on guys that we're helping out. Yeah. So um, like what those processes and everything looks like well just the product itself like okay. the companies okay. like so like i talk, talk to talk to everybody a little bit about like the most of the accounts that we're working with like hot shop <laughs> yeah. right yeah like what that actually even means so yeah i mean commercial auto it's it, it like you said it's pretty broad um it's not like it just tackles one individual thing like long haul um really as long as your business runs any any type of vehicle or you use vehicles for your business most likely you're in commercial auto Um, now for us though we obviously targeted a little bit more specific types of trucking um, basically long haul so hot shotters which is basically anybody using a pickup and a flatbed Um, and what does that mean like so if they're using a pickup and a flatbed what are they doing with that like what are are they doing explain that elaborate that (laughs) Um, you know, everyone's hauling different types of freight, so basically they're picking up shipments and they're dropping it off at a specific location and getting paid for it. That's okay. their business. Okay. Um, now, hot shotting, I know it sounds kind of specific, but it's even with a pickup and a flatbed, so they could be hauling cars, building materials, um, really anything left and right. I mean, there's tons of different options. I mean, I just talked to a guy that was hauling, you know, giant jet engine turbine or turbines. Really? Um, that's all he ever does. Huh. Um, so yeah, and then we also write semis, you know, um, general freight, you know, you see the guys on the roads all the time on interstate highways are hauling, you know, what you see in a Walmart or they could be hauling pretty much anything and everything. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what we tackle mainly is anybody that's gonna be crossing state lines or, or going long distance, so. Okay. Is there, um, like w- when you're when you're working on all this and doing this on a day-to-day basis, is, is there, you know, one type of trucking or trucker or a certain account that you seem to do very well with um, compared to another, like from a market standpoint? From a market and standpoint. being competitive? In terms of like the insurance company? Yeah, or just it, the, like being helpful with them, like being able to help them out, write them, you know, save them some money and uh, get them some good coverages. Yeah, it really all, it's kind of a case to case basis. You know, I tell everybody I help, I'm like, um, cause you know, we're, we're actually in a big 
group chat um, yep. on Facebook or a group on Facebook with almost like, what about 160, 170,000 people in it? Mm-hmm. Um, and I always see the question pop up like, um, you know, I'm paying this, I'm paying this, I'm paying this, someone help me, whatever it yep. may be. And obviously I wanna make sure I help them out. Um, but I tell everyone the same thing. I mean, comparing insurance policies is like comparing apples to oranges. Like, Correct. you never know what's going on. Bad driving rec- record, no insurance history, whatever it may be. You know, there's tons of things that definitely, on a case-to-case basis, um, can make a huge difference. You know, and a lot of guys don't consider that. So it's always the up and open question of, you know, how can you help me? It's not really how can I help you. It's where are you at? Yep, exactly. Um, and where can I put you where that fits? Yep. So. Um, and that goes right into to this question I had for you. So, I mean, again, even though the commercial auto term is very broad, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's a, that's a, there's a ton of different products out there for you, for us. Um, but specifically like with this Facebook group, you know, that we're on, um, what are the main carriers that, uh, you know, we're putting these guys with right yeah. now with our agency? Well, uh, I mean, as everyone would know in the group, uh, Progressive, um, I know as surprising as it seems, you just always see the commercials for their home and auto. Well, I mean, Progressive pretty much dominates the market with uh, for commercial auto. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely one of the biggest avenues we go down. Um, Coverwell, they're kind of a new startup company in the past year. Okay. Um, they've been pretty competitive. Um, and then also Berkshire Hathaway Homestake Companies, NICO. Um, I mean, there's tons of companies Great you can put West. these guys. Yeah, Great West is awesome. Um, again, it's just case to case, but definitely progressive is one of the number one yep. uh, companies we put people yep. with. So, and I guess um, are a lot of these guys are they are they a new authority? Like, have they just gotten into the trucking field? And does yeah. that make a big difference? Um, and know, honestly, we uh, you know we I try to go above and beyond. Okay. Um, so whether they're old, new, left, right, east, west, what doesn't really matter. Um, we do see a lot of newer guys kind of getting started. Um, so I try to go above and beyond and making sure they're, they're off on the right foot, not just with insurance, but just helping them out with getting their filing submitted, uh, BOC3's done, UCR registration, if does, whatever it may be. We mm-hmm. try to make sure we're guiding them down the right path and getting them yeah, all started that up. that seems pretty complicated. It's a little bit, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. You know, there's not—it's not much me filling it out, but just making sure they're—they're they're getting it done. Yeah. Um, and they're actually legal and on the road. Yeah. Able to drive. So. How long does that process usually take? How Typically, long? You know, like let's say someone wanted to open up a, a, a trucking company. How long do you think that takes to get that? Thing you, know, um, do you know, let's say they have their LLC already done, mm-hmm. um, and they applied for a DOT number. Okay. Um, there's 21 day waiting period on getting your. You know okay. your MC number author, uh, authorized. Now it just kind of depends if you're doing interstate travel around 21 to 25 days, okay. um, and that's if they're really wanting to jump the gun that month. Um, uh, for intrastate though, you can get started anytime, um, as long as you just have active insurance and you have all the all the registrations done mm-hmm. for your vehicle. So gotcha. Okay. Um, no, that's good. And honestly, like it's crazy how. It's crazy how much I feel like, uh, you know, you've been helping a ton of people out, man. Like your knowledge with it. Um, I mean, that's that's a huge that's a huge asset because, yeah. you know, these guys are paying so much money on their insurance. Like that's probably their biggest expense with their business. Mm-hmm. I mean, Definitely. Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Yeah. So being able to have um, you in their back pocket, you know, for little things like that and, and us in their back pocket, yeah. you know, when it comes to uh, basically helping them with their biggest cost or yeah. biggest expense yeah. they have with their business. And like I'm usually huge. pretty upfront with it too. It's just like, you know, I mean, every, I mean, let's be honest here, every agent can give numbers, but we really try to go above and beyond and yep. make sure they're on the right path. So. Yep, exactly. Um, 
Okay, so that's good. So I guess um, I did want to ask, like, and maybe elaborate a little bit on how we operate. Um, so Caleb, I know you're doing all of our, basically you're our main sales guy with yep. doing everything from a commercial, you know, from on the commercial auto standpoint. Um, what about after, like, let's say someone signs up with you, we get them on board, everything's good. What happens after that? Like, let's say they need to add a vehicle on, you know, uh, add a driver on, take a driver off, whatever that is. Are they reaching out to you or what does that look yeah. like? Yeah. Um, well, we really, really try to push, um, you know, we have our own account manager here. Her name's Janie. Okay. She's freaking awesome. She's killing it. Um, okay. And we, we really try to give them that person, you know, that one-on-one experience where they're yep. just a phone call away from getting help. Yep. Um, whether it be adding vehicles, switching drivers, whatever it may be, canceling insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, their go-to person is going to be Janie. Okay. Um, she manages everything outside of outside of me. And um, obviously, I'm always there in case people need me or have mm-hmm. any questions. But Janie's awesome in what she does. And uh, she kind of takes over that hands-on process of making sure yep. these guys are down the right path so and that probably makes things a little bit more efficient too uh, like yeah. if somebody needs something quicker like reaching yeah. out to Janie is going to be a, a little bit faster than reaching out <laughs> definitely to a lot faster um there's yeah. better communication because obviously you know one person yep. handling everything and making sure everything's going straight is going to be able to remember what yep. was going on with the with the person as opposed to two different people so yep no that's great man um, and I feel like it's been going really well. I feel like a lot of a lot of the guys we have on board, they're they're really liking that step that 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 setup. Yeah. Um, so. And even when she's not available, you know, um, you know, um, you know, for sure, they always the have team. the insurance company to reach out yeah. to. But at the same time, um, you know, Janie's killing it whenever they're there for her. So cool. Um, so that's good. So okay, we talked about commercial auto in general. We talked about uh, carriers, uh, states. So what states. states are we in? Do you know off the top of your head? I can probably name a bunch. Man, uh, do you want me to just run through all the states? Yeah, let's do it. Let's see if we can okay. get them all. Um, so Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, Kansas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Missouri, Illinois, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, um, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Maybe Wisconsin, not 100 percent on that one. Iowa, Nebraska, South Dakota, and say Georgia. Georgia, yep, that's one of them. Um, North Carolina, South Carolina. (laughs) Man, that's a lot. You you kind of don't really think about it. Kind of forget. Yeah, I I forgot which ones you've already said. I think that's pretty much all of them. Yeah, there might be a couple that we're missing there, but I feel like our Texas. You said Texas, right? Yeah. So. I mean, all your big main states, when it comes to anything yeah. from a long haul yeah. standpoint, um, we were in. Yeah. Right? We, so we, I usually say, say, like, northeast besides Pennsylvania, yeah. and then just the whole entire west coast is pretty much the only yeah. spots we really don't touch. But even if so, if, if anybody still reaches out, we, we always send them to the right person to make sure they get helped out. I was going to say, so. I feel like we have contacts in a couple of different places mm-hmm. that we're not yeah. in, so that's always good. Um, what do you think the, uh, like, the most like if, if a guy's starting to open up a trucking company, um, where do you think is probably the most expensive place to have it have an insurance company or a, a trucking company, and where's probably the least expensive? Most expensive, Louisiana or Mississippi? Really? Yeah, like I would say average twenty to thirty. Really? That's yeah, the most expensive. Oh yeah, no doubt. Huh. Now again, it's like you know, I mean, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into that, but like yeah. with a person with a clean record. Mm-hmm pretty you know mid-range in age um you would think they'd have a good insurance history okay um it's pretty expensive okay texas definitely second on that list um 
Where else? I thought Florida was going to be ex- like a. Florida's there. expensive too, and then so is South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah. Why South Carolina? I, dude, I do not know. It's just I wish I could know. North Carolina, super cheap. South Carolina, just it's, it's a whole yeah. different game. So That's strange. Okay. Um, but those are definitely the, I would say, once you start going north in the Midwest, I mean, yeah. you're pretty much hitting states that are. What about uh, the least expensive? Probably Missouri. Missouri, Kansas. Kansas is no doubt the least yeah. expensive. Yeah. Uh, Missouri's pretty low. Yeah, it? Missouri's pretty low, but Kansas is yeah. by far the cheapest. Um, and so is uh, Colorado's pretty cheap, too. Okay. And that's another thing we do, like even here in our area, you know, like we have a lot of, we have a lot of commercial auto accounts that we, you know, that we insure mm-hmm. here that are just local. Like yeah. there's just, uh, you know, people that are uh, hauling, you know, construction equipment from one side of the city to the next. Yeah. Right. I yep. mean, like that's a, that's a big thing. So if anybody, you know, needs that, right, we can help them out with that. It doesn't yeah. have to just be long haul and yeah. interstate stuff and all yeah. that. And some people just don't even insure their vehicles for their business. They'll be running their own personal, own personal truck ones. just because they're a lawn, they have a lawnmower in the back of their truck that they want to just take places so they yep. think their business is the lawnmower. Where no, like if you're using it for your business use, it's best to insure it than not. Yep, exactly. Um, um, okay, well that's awesome. Um, I have a couple other questions here for us. So here's a big deal, and and, and we we talk about this with our agency, like on the personal lines as well. Mm-hmm. Is you know to, in today's world, we can go online and get quotes. You know, for insurance, we can we don't necessarily have to have an agent all the time. Um, and uh, I feel like that's a thing sometimes with truckers. Yeah, right? definitely. Like sometimes they can go directly to Progressive. They can go directly to certain Byberg. carriers, Byberg. Yep. Um, to get you know actual quotes. Yeah. Um, my th- my question for you is, what's your thoughts on that? Um, like, what what is your thoughts on 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 a, on a trucker, you know, or some kind of trucking account going directly to an insurance company and getting their own insurance on themselves by themselves? Yeah, yeah. And we talk to a lot of people like this, and I've gotten this question asked me many times: is you know, like, what what like what is the benefit? Like, why would I not just stay online or kind of handle everything myself? And you know, and to put that in retrospect, yeah, it's convenient, 100%. I mean, being able to access your policy and do whatever you want to, you know, obviously that's convenient, but at the end of the day, you don't have someone by your side making sure things are going right with your policy. You don't have that one-on-one experience. You're always having to call 1-800 number if something does go wrong. Um, most of these guys, I mean, they probably don't even know the first step to a claim. They don't know what to do. Um, I get called about this all the time. Uh, who do I call? What do I do? And they don't even take pictures. They just call. Um, you know, it's just making sure you have someone right by your side, and you know, having the availability that every year you get shopped, and you're having someone make sure they're walking through through your policy, making sure it's as cheap as possible, saving you as much money. You know, um, you're at a huge disadvantage. That yeah, you have the convenience, but you're also losing the the factor that we definitely go above and beyond and making yeah. sure that you're you're all straight. But even. I mean, they can they can do all those things even if they have an agent. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, like they can go on and log on onto their account. Like they don't have to have us. They can make changes. They can do literally everything that they can do without an agent. Yep. With one, exactly. Like yep. so, and having an agent is literally just an extra 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 line. It's someone in your. You. It's, it's someone on your side yep. making sure things are going always the way that you want them to go. Yep. Um, you know. Um, and I, I, that's a great point that, you know, you don't lose that opportunity because I, I mean, I, I can log into my State Farm app yep. and change, make changes on my policy if I want to, but I've still got an agent that Correct. helps me and make sure that I know what my monthly bill is and mm-hmm. uh, making sure I know what's going on with my policy. So. Yeah. No, I think that's super important. And, and I think we also see it sometimes. Can I, and I ask that because I feel like sometimes when we're talking to these guys and mm-hmm. we're helping them, 
sometimes they don't have an agent. Yeah. You know, and and that's one thing that if someone doesn't have an agent, they have options there too. Yeah, definitely. Right. So. Yep. Um, what does that look like? Like from actually trying to get an agent. So like, let's say someone's listening to this, they do not have an agent that is helping them right now. Like, what are their options? Um, well, yeah, they can either you know find a new insurance company and have an agent shop them out, okay. or um, like so, reaching out to someone like us directly mm-hmm. and just saying, hey, I'm I don't have an agent. I think it's something I would definitely want just to make sure I'm on the right path and yeah. I'm saving as much money as possible and I'm making sure I have someone in my side corner. Um, they can reach out to us and they can um, actually you can basically fill out or kind of request it from the yeah. insurance company that that person becomes your agent. Okay. Um, a lot of guys don't know that um, and some people you know they think that it just you know some people just start a policy and forget mm-hmm. they just want to continue on make money which I fully understand but at the mm-hmm. same time you know um, if there's someone right there by your side they can make your life 20 times easier and do stuff for you why would you not Why do it? Not? Yep. And it doesn't change anything on someone's yeah. policy. It doesn't cost anything extra. It's completely it free. There's a huge misconception that agents raise premiums, cost extra money, um, whatever it may be. Um, you know, that, yep. that's just not true. No, no that's, that's a huge a great myth. Point. And again, when it comes to, I mean, of course, we talked about having the service and all that. That's, of course, great. But I feel like another thing that's really important is like, you are literally like let's say there is a bad accident a freak accident that happens yeah. right and 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 somebody has been you know passed away or whatever that might be right that is a very extremely stressful situation yeah lawsuits are involved x y and z so in a time like that you want to of course make sure you have somebody to go you know side by side with you to to work with the insurance company but to take it two or three steps back before we even get to that spot, we need to make sure we have all of the coverages where they're at. Exactly. Right? Yep. And if somebody, like, if, if I'm talking to uh, somebody who owns a business and it's a trucking business, like, I'm not going to know the ins and outs of that business. Yeah. Right? How, they're not going to know the ins and outs of the insurance business, right? Yep. So how are we supposed to, I mean, how are you supposed to really think that, you know, not having an agent is not, a, is, 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 is De- yeah. Definitely. You know and, and kind of the biggest point of that is, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, that I talk to, I mean, yeah, money is a huge factor. I mean, insurance sucks. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, no one wants to pay insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see people that want to save money in most mm-hmm. of the spots possible, whether it be sacrificing coverage or whatever it may be. And, um, you know, having an agent right by your side, they can make sure and say, hey, like, you do understand this is off, and if something happens, something something's yep. gonna go wrong, yep. and you guys are responsible for it. Yep. And it starts at the very beginning when you're first getting that insurance quote. Very, you know, getting those coverages in place. You want to make sure it's done correctly. Yep. Because if there's any gaps and there's something does a freak accident does happen, that's what you pay all that money for for insurance. Yep. And you want to make sure it's covered and it's covered properly and yep. adequately. Yeah, right. definitely. So, and uh, honestly, one of those biggest coverages is physical damage, which yeah. I know has nothing to do with accidents and it just covers the vehicle. But, yeah. there, you know, there's people out there that don't want to have that coverage because it saves them money. But at the end of the day, the way I, I always explain this to everybody that are right, no matter what it may be, I always try to put full coverage on there. Um, I always tell them, you know, that you're literally operating out of your truck. That's your business. Mm-hmm. Why would you not have that? Correct. Um, so, yep. So that's good. So yeah, if anybody's listening to this and they need an agent, they want an agent, they don't have an agent, um, there's options out there for you guys. Definitely. So reach out, we can help. Um, okay, a couple other things and before we get off here. So um, if a truck is broken down, I feel like I hear this question a lot. Like, you know, guys are driving, a uh, truck is broken down. Like, what are their options in that scenario? Because of course, if they're paying for all this money, 
um, you know, for that vehicle and it's not working, do they have any options? Um, you know, that's a very, that's a very misconceptioned question. Um, yeah, you have three options, maybe two. Um, first option is, is go get a rental and just add it on your view. You, you really cannot realistically remove a truck from your insurance um, if you own it or if it's being operated. Okay. Um, you know, it's going to be in the shop for a week. We hear this question all the time. Can I take my, my, you know, my truck off my policy? It's going to be out in the shop for about a month. Well, sadly, no, because you're going to still be back on the road with it. Um, you still own it, and you're not, I mean, as long as you just add a different vehicle on it, that's all we can do. Um, or just get rid of your DOT number and then get react, which obviously we don't want. We want to make sure they yeah. have active insurance. So, um, and then the second option, or yeah, second option is is if it's fully inoperable, like won't be back on the insurance policy for about a year, mm-hmm. it's completely totaled. There's nothing else they can do to it. Um, you know, there's a back order on a part, whatever it may be, for a whole year. Okay. We can remove it definitely, um, but in terms of taking it off there just for a couple weeks, yep. that's not going to happen. Yep. Um, then the third option is is just to sell it. Um, if they sell it, they can definitely get rid of it. But broke down, no. Yeah. Um, you're pretty limited on removing it off what your you policy. You have to have it on there. That's unfortunate, but I mean, yeah, and that's that's I guess that's us doing it, making sure whenever that is yeah. is, is is asked, like we're doing right by the client. Because if you do remove that, yeah, we can of course remove that, yep. but that causes a lot of issues on the back end. Yeah, it's not even just issues; it's you know a canceled policy, <laughs> and now you're trying to find insurance that might be double in price, yep. and you know that extra thousand dollars you might have lost yep. turns into an extra twenty grand on a new policy. Yep. Um, so that's one of the biggest. And I feel like that's very important because oh, I feel like yeah. some agents would probably just cancel that off. Yeah, okay, whatever, and then not let them know what the uh, <laughs> yeah what the repercussions the, of it exactly. is. So we, we we fully try to explain to people, you know, what's going on and what what could potentially happen with this. Yep. So okay, um, what about uh, a couple other questions here? So um, leasing drivers, um, uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Leasing drivers, so. Um, this is a question, in terms of insurance, this is a question I get asked all the time. And actually recently it's been asked so much, I feel like I just have to say something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, is do they need, can they just get their own insurance policy? I, I don't wanna have them on my policy. I don't feel like I have any need. They're gonna be running their own loads, whatever it may be. Um, yeah, they have to be on there. Um, if they're operating under your DOT number and they're leasing onto your company, they have to be on your insurance. Um, and the way I put this is, is their insurance policy would only cover their actions. But if you're working at any place, whether it be Walmart, anywhere else, if you have an accident in that store and you're working for them, you're the liability and the insurance or that company's got to pay out on it. Okay. Um, you know, you're taking a risk adding a, an employee underneath you that's going to be running for you. Um, so they have to be on your insurance no matter what. If they're running for you, they have to be. Okay. Um, but openly can they can leased on drivers be removed from a, uh, an insurance policy definitely um just with like a termination of a lease agreement so okay okay yeah that's definitely a big question that gets asked a lot yeah and then what about your dot uh number being active um like what's the benefit of of, of having you know that that dot active for a long period of time like is it good to i mean i guess yeah definitely on that. like to, um, you can't just t- like like shut it down right it's not <laughs> yeah definitely not turn back up. yeah yeah so, so um I tell this to the new drivers all the time. Um, you know, the first three months suck. You know, you're paying high insurance costs and loads kind of suck to get. 
But after those first, you know, one or two months where it's kind of just crummy, mm-hmm. um, you're having huge benefits. Having an active DOT means longer authority time, which means you're getting better loads, more loads often, more brokers that will work with you, more carriers, whatever it may be. There's tons of benefits on the actual business side. Mm-hmm. Um, on the insurance side, you know, having that DOT active for as long as possible means you're going to have cheaper insurance rates of renewal. Again, first year rough but sure. second year definitely third year definitely we'll just keep finding a better insurance companies when we can um and overall just making sure that even if your vehicle's down and it's out of use i mean hell just keep it at 750 just keep it active you know you're going to get back in the business because the huge benefit is if you have a lapse in coverage and your authority goes inactive brokers are not going to want to work with yep. you less loads um, less money and higher insurance costs so mm-hmm. yeah that's a good point and i feel like um i mean and 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 you tell me if this is right or not, but I, I almost compare that, like, because of course we all have like an insurance score. Mm-hmm. And I've always compared like an insurance score kind of like to like a credit score, yeah. right? Like if you're 16 years old, you've never had a, a loan and you go to the bank to try to buy your, buy your first car and you have zero, zero credit, the interest rate's gonna be super, super high. Yeah. Well, when you're 10 years down the road when you've had credit, you know, you've, you've proved to banks that you, know, you can pay these loans off and you pay them on time and X, Y, and Z. Um, your credit score gets better. Yeah, and definitely. the next time you go to get a loan, your credit or your, your interest rate is lower, right? Yep. yep. Same thing on the insurance, right? You have an insurance score. So when you're first driving, right? First starting a business, first um, whatever that is, getting your DOT number, like those rates on the insurance side are gonna be more because the insurance company doesn't have that data exactly. in the back or you know from, from the past to rate yeah, you. Because they're, look, they're looking at you like a high risk. Exactly. They just don't know what to go off. They just of. don't know what to go off. So yep. they're starting you here, and then as you get farther along and have more insurance history and, and history with everything you're doing with your business, those rates should, yep. They sh- I'm not gonna say that this market's a little wild right now. Yes. But, they should gradually go down yep. where you get more into a stable rate yep. where it's not as high as somebody who's just getting yep. into the and that, and that just comes right back to the question of yep. why is this guy paying less than me and why am I paying right. more? And that's exactly the reason for it. Yep. So that's good. Um, okay. Here's another one I feel like we get a lot. Can you switch midterm? Can, like, let's say somebody okay. is, they have a 12 month policy, right? And four months in, they're like, you know what? I'm done with this company. I don't like my agent. I don't. I don't like this company. Like, what are their options, if any? Yeah, um, I see. You know, anytime I get asked this question, there's two things that happen. Uh, number one is, well, 100%. Yes, you can switch midterm. Um, now, will insurance companies accept a midterm switch? That's again something we'd have to look at for you. Um, it's pretty. It's it's pretty hit and miss. Isn't yeah, it? it is a hit and miss thing. Yeah. Um, you know, if if you're an unacceptable risk to them because you're switching midterm, which is possible, then obviously you're kind of stuck with who you're with. Um, but the second thing is, is we do find you an option, and that's available, and it is cheaper. It's saving you tons of money. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it as long as you keep those filings active. You show no lapse in coverage, and you're just continuing on with an insurance policy. Yeah, you might be switching too soon, but at the same time, if it saves you money in the long run and you're staying with the company a lot longer just because of the rates, um, then definitely. I mean, there's nothing wrong with switching midterm. Yeah. Do you see that a lot? Like, does that happen yeah. a lot for you? Yeah, I get asked that question what a lot. What is the reason why people are wanting to switch? Is it because of? Usually it's rates. Um, gotcha. Definitely rates. And like sometimes rates have gone up or they've added a truck on or? No. Um, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's added the truck and now it's, just, now it's crazy triple yeah. um, because now the insurance company is like, well, you know, it's, you've only been in business for three months. Why are you adding on a second yeah. truck? Um, 
And sometimes it's the agent, you know, sometimes agencies just don't do a great job yeah. at what they do. And then just obviously sometimes they get rid of the company that just sucks yeah. um, service wise or whatever it may be. So, yeah. Cool. Well, anything else you want to add to any of this? No, I think I feel like that was a pretty good conversation. I think those are some of the biggest questions we probably get asked. Yeah. So, um, okay. Well, Caleb, thanks for coming on with your expertise here. I feel like this has been uh, very helpful, and if ho- hopefully that anybody who's listening to this, um, long haul or not, long haul or not, let us know. We'd love to love to work with you. Definitely. Um, Again, I think I can't. I can't believe you named almost all of those states. We're in thirty-three states, and I think you might have named all of them. I don't think I missed one. Really? I don't think I, I, the only people who know is the people listening because they're going to be able to count them as the, as you go. I couldn't keep up with it. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're only in well, there's a cluster of eight in the top right. I mean, we're we're in more states than yeah. We're, we're definitely not. in thirty-five or thirty-six. I okay. think. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. We are thirty-six because uh, we got access to a couple more. That Florida was a big one. We just got access to Florida. Yep, and then we got uh, what was it? Utah? Was it? Yeah, yeah. Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, uh, not Nevada. Uh, Nevada. Nevada? Yeah, it was Nevada. Yep, we got access to Nevada, too. Okay, Okay. cool. Awesome. All right, Caleb. Well, thank you. Um, Yellow Colored Glasses, episode 53, over and out. Awesome. Thank you. See you guys.